0: to reach your retirement dreams, and navigating the complex world of financial planning requires an experienced manager, that's when you know you're ready for prime time. Welcome to Prime Time Money on Zuma Radio with Richard Infantino, Senior Wealth Advisor at RBC Dominion Securities. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Canada's
1: Only Money Show, dedicated to those of you 50-plus, your overall investment, tax and estate planning, and your direct link to all of North America's top money managers with the best ideas on how you can grow your money. And it's September already. It's amazing how fast that summer went by. And we have an excellent show planned for you today. Jason Mayer is back. He's a portfolio manager with Nine Important Partners, and he's here to talk about um, an offering that they have available where you can get uh, some tax write-offs if you invest in the resource sector um, this year. And you get the tax write-offs for 2022. But first... Uh, we have an important in-person workshop coming up this month. It's Wednesday, September 14th. It's at 12 noon, and it's going to be at the Oasis Banquet Center in Mississauga. Lunch is going to be served, of course, and it's, uh, you know, everything's complimentary, all the handouts, and we have a, a great uh, setup here planned for you. We have uh, two guest speakers. Jeff Sayer, who's a global infrastructure manager, is going to talk about all the opportunities available in the infrastructure sector, which is as many, and it's uh, very timely for um, this type of marketplace. And the second speaker is Peter Kardasopoulos. He's our estate planning specialist with our team here. And he's going to go through different estate planning techniques. He's going to talk about wealth transfer strategies and uh, what's called tax-exempt vehicles. So you're going to want to stay tuned for that. And um, if you'd like to come out and join us, it's um, basically all you got to do is give Dominic a call now or after the show if you get a voicemail, you can just leave your name and your number and she'll get back to you. It's 1-866-891-2637. That's 1-866-891-2637. Or you can go to our website, which is Primetime Money, And you can just go on there and register and just uh, you know, just fill in the blanks there in terms of what you're gonna see there with setting up for the seminar. You know, a couple of weeks ago um, we had an outstanding response for a booklet that we had and it talked about the pitfalls of joint accounts. Stay right there because I'm gonna explain how you can get that guy. I'm Richard Infantino and you're listening to Primetime Money. We're back. You're listening to Richard Infantino and Primetime Money, and we have a great guide for you. It's uh, called Joint Ownership Accounts. You probably didn't know this, but um, joint ownership accounts, there's four different kinds of accounts. We have all kinds of clients that come in and want to set up joint accounts, joint accounts with the kids, joint accounts with a relative, joint accounts with a spouse. But you have to understand that there's there's some pitfalls, and you have to understand the consequences of, setting up this type of an account with somebody else. And there's a lot to it. So we have this guide available. I'll tell you about it in a minute that you can get your hands on and explains it in detail. It's easy to read. It's about four pages long, but it overviews everything that you need to know in terms of having the framework to decide if you want to do a joint account or not. Okay, so there's four different kinds of joint accounts. Number one, it's called joint tenancy. Then there's number two, it's called joint tenancy in common. There's a difference between those two. Then there's one called the joints with right of survivorship. So a joint account with right of survivorship. And then the fourth one is a joint gift of beneficial right of survivorship. Four different kinds of joint accounts that are available. Which one's for you? Do you know? Well, if you don't know, then you're going to have to get your hands on this guide because it makes a big difference in terms of um, taxes, in terms of estate planning, all of these types of things. It's very important to you. So you can't just go blindly in and uh, set up a joint account with... uh, you know, a bank or a financial advisor or a mutual fund firm. It takes a little bit of uh, thinking about it. Now, also in the guide, you're going to have the what's called key considerations before transferring uh, your assets into a joint account. So the considerations before you transfer assets. And so if you have a, an account with stocks in it and you transfer that in kind into the joint account, what's the consideration that you have to understand there in terms of taxes and what you're doing with uh, the joint ownership account? The other thing that you have to think about is what are the potential unintended consequences that can come from joint accounts. And that could be something along the lines where if you're going joint with one of your kids and your kids get into a situation where they have legal problems, can the person that's, you know, uh, attacking them legally or trying to uh, bring a suit against them legally, can they come against that joint account? Well, they can. So you got to understand that, that type of thing. So that's an unintended consequence where you think you're going to save a little bit on probate fees but bring all kinds of problems into the situation. Um, There's also considerations. Instead of joint accounts, you can look at things called alter ego trusts or joint partner trusts in terms of your uh, estate planning, a testamentary trust that happens in your will and uh, comes out in terms of how you're going to set up the uh, distribution of your estate, an outright gift of money, and then granting power of attorney or trading authority over an account. So those are areas where... You have somebody helping you out with the account and trading authority over the account. And, of course, at the very end of the guide, it talks about, you know, help of um, choosing which one is right for you. So it's a great guide. And if you're planning to have a joint account or you have a joint account already, you should read this to make sure you have the right kind of an account. It's free for the asking. All you got to do is give Dominic a call now. It's 1-866-891-2637. And, again, uh, we get lots of calls, so you may have to go on to voicemail. So just leave your name and number, and Dominique will get back to you. one 891 2637 for the Joint Ownership Guide. It's easy to read, easy to understand. Point form, about four pages, so not a lot of excessive legal reading, but gives you some ideas on what you should do. So you should get a copy of this book if you're considering a joint account. So one 891 2637 Okay stay there. We're going to have our part two with uh, Jason Mayer, Senior Portfolio Manager with Nine Prime Partners. He's going to talk about some ways you can save some taxes today. I'm Richard Infantino, and you're listening to Prime Dead Money. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Richard Infantino on Primetime Money. And joining us now is Jason Mayer. He's a Senior Portfolio Manager at Nineburn Partners. This is our part two with uh, Jason. And he has a new offering that's available where you can get 100% tax write-off if you invest in the resource sector. And he's back here again to talk about it. Hey, good morning, Jason. Thanks for joining us again today. Well, thanks for having me on again, Richard. Much appreciated. Well, it's great to have you. I know we were talking last week and you explained uh, a bit about the environment for resources and and you guys have a new offering that's coming out um, that's available to the public. And I guess it's available today, is it? That's correct, yes. So um, uh, if you can, uh, we'll just go back again. We were talking about investing in the resource sector and getting a 100% deduction. So now, Jason, tell us about the uh, new offering that you have available.
2: So the new offering is the nine point twenty twenty two short duration flow through limited partnership. Um, so this is a this is our typical flow through offering. Um, the the maximum we're seeking to raise is twenty five million. It will be invested in Canadian resource companies. The entire amount that's invested is deductible against twenty twenty two income. Um, and in addition to that, there's going to be um, various. Cr- investment tax credits that the investor will also realize when they file their 2022 tax return. The timeline for the, the fund is uh, it's approximately 18 months, so liquidity will be in February of 2024. Um, prospectus is filed on CDAR, so I encourage all the listeners to go in, uh, and consult their advisor and take a look
1: at it. Now, the, the offering that you have available, um, again... The, the amounts that you have to put in to the investment, like how does that work?
2: Um, the minimum subscription is two thousand five hundred dollars okay. um, so um, you know so it's obviously quite uh, palatable in terms of the size that's required. The portfolio will probably look you know it's it's a blind pool. I don't know exactly what the portfolio will look like ahead of time because I do have until the end of the year to get it invested. okay, but I would anticipate that it will be fifty to seventy five percent of gold mining equities. Um, 10 to 15 percent uranium exploration companies, and the balance will be other metals such as copper, nickel, etc.
1: Oh, okay, so it's going to be a diversified resource type of uh, play for the uh, investors. So if they exactly. wanted to get, yeah, if they wanted to get some money part of their portfolio into the resource sector, this is a way to do it. And and again. The tax deductions this year, it's going to be, is it, is it over 100% or is it just a right at about 100% or does it the, depend on... The, their- the
2: actual, yeah, so the actual deduction in for against 2022 income will be 100%. Okay. However, there are additional tax credits. Those aren't treated as deductions per uh, the Tax Act, they're credits. So these are monies that are sort of credited directly to the purchaser of the offering. So they get the 100% deduction plus additional tax credits.
1: So now, um, for the people who are just jumping on the show this year, this week and didn't listen la- last week, tell us about the outlook, uh, your feeling for the outlook for gold.
2: Um, so, yeah, the outlook for gold is, uh, is quite constructive. Um, you know, the Federal Reserve embarked on an interest rate hike cycle earlier this year. Um, Gold had some fits and starts, um, well, as the entire market did, especially as it sort of transitioned from what was looking incredibly positive for resources following the onset of the Ukrainian-Russian conflict to when the Federal Reserve started hiking interest rates. It appears that, you know, the, the worst is behind us. And if you look at historical interest rate hike cycles, gold behaves very volatile. But over the duration of the cycle, gold has historically actually appreciated. When many, um, when when the sort of the the, most people think that actually gold would depreciate in that type of environment, that's actually not the case. Um, So, and what we're seeing now in terms of messaging from the Fed is that you know they're going to be proceeding a little more cautiously. And if we continue to see economic activity slow, at some point there's the potential for the Fed to pivot. And if they do pivot, that would be exceptionally positive for gold, and and would probably drive it
1: significantly higher. Yeah. So this could be a, you know, an opportunity where you have these really depressed prices, you have an economy kind of setting up for potential growth, and then you're getting a fifty, a hundred percent discount on the money that you're investing. Yeah.
2: If you look over the history of of how these flow through limited partnerships perform. Um, even in years in which they they, they do have a negative after tax return, usually the losses are quite muted. And that's simply because of the robust tax benefits that are generated when someone purchases these. Um, you are getting that hundred percent deduction. So your downside is immediately um, you know it's it's compressed right out of the get-go. Right. And you know when we're looking at you know the, the, the resources, you know I commented on gold, but it's important to remember that you know the partnership is buying stocks, not buying commodities. And if you look at some of how some some of these small cap resource stocks and how they performed, even though you know the, the the corrections in the commodities have been somewhat modest, the corrections in these small cap expiration stocks have been dramatic to the tune of forty to fifty percent. So we're seeing trough valuations. Um, so I would say this is uh, you know this could be it could could be quite a good time to actually purchase um, a portfolio that does expose the client to resources and then. As we keep pointing out, you're also getting that 100% tax deduction.
1: Right. So, what's the name of the of the offering again, Jason?
2: It's the Nine Point 2022 Short Duration Flow Through Limited Partnership.
1: Okay. And the short duration uh, talks is uh, means that the holding once you buy this partnership, you have to hold it for 18 months, and then yeah, I-
2: approximately 18 months. So, per the prospectus. Uh, yeah. The the partnership has to terminate by February of 2024. When it does terminate, the clients receive shares in a mutual fund, and this is a typical mutual fund that offers daily liquidity at NAV.
1: That's great. Well, thanks for uh, telling us all about that, Jason. Thanks for uh, uh, coming on to the show and telling us uh, about your new offering and uh, continued success there with uh, your offerings.
2: Thank you for having me, Richard. All right, Jason, you take care. Chat soon.
1: Okay, that was Jason Meyer. He's a Senior Portfolio Manager at Nine Point Partners. Remember, commissions, trailing commissions, management fees, and expenses all may be associated with limited partnership, mutual fund, and ETF investments. Distributions are not guaranteed, and they may fluctuate. Please read the prospects before you invest. Mutual funds, limited partnerships, and ETFs are not guaranteed. Their values change frequently, and past performance may not be repeated. This show is sponsored in part by Nine Point Partners. Okay, stay right there. The rapid-fire question today is minimizing the taxes on your RIF account. You know, going forward, we have a new page on our website, primetimemoney.ca, and it's called Ask Richard. So if you go to that site, primetimemoney.ca, you can submit your questions that will be answered here on the show during the rapid-fire rounds. So make sure you look at this, and it's a great addition for the new show to get your questions answered. PrimeTimeMoney.ca. And it's like, Ask Richard. Okay, I'm Richard Infantino, and this is Primetime Money. It's time for the
2: Rapid Fire Round, where Richard answers all of your financial questions.
1: Okay, our first question comes from Gwen and Hamilton, who says, I've always believed that it's best to draw down one's registered retirement income fund or life income fund to zero by the time you're 85 or 90 years old to minimize the end of tax bill. Um, But I recently wondered, what if I just keep taking out the minimum withdrawal and pay the tax at the end of the day? Which one's better, Richard? Okay, that's a great question, Gwen. You know, a lot of people come and ask me that they want to, you know, get all the money out of their RIF account by the time they die. Often, they've had a parent die and the estate has paid a huge amount of money to tax and they've paid over 50% and they say, well, you know, I don't want to have that happen to me and pay that 50%. It's mostly true. You at the end of life, what happens is you, the executor has to do the final tax return for that person. And what happens is say, for instance, a person passed away now in, uh, you know, going into September of a year and they've earned $30,000 and they have a RIF account that's 250,000. So what would happen is you would add that 250 to the 30,000 that they've already earned and that person's final tax bill would be 280000 So, yes, it would be a 50% tax bill in this situation. But drawing extra money from the RIF, which is ta- which is an account that's actually tax-sheltered, when you make money in there, you don't pay tax until you take it out. But what happens is somewhere you have to look at what you're going to do with the money once you take it out. So one area where you can go from tax-sheltered to tax-sheltered is you can put it into a TFSA, Right. But you can only put $6,000 a year. So that's really not going to, you know, melt down your your RIF fast enough. So the rest of the money has to go into what's called a non-registered account, where you're going to be subject to interest, dividends, and capital gains. You're going to pay the interest and the dividends annually, and then on death you'd pay uh, capital gains, or you pay capital gains if you're trading over the next number of years. So taking the three items into account uh, and the small amount of uh, ability to keep money tax-sheltered, um, and you're paying... Annually interest and in dividends and capital gains on death, it doesn't make a lot of sense to uh, take the money out of out of the uh, RIF account, in my opinion. So the answer is kind of no to that. You know, our practice at uh, Dominion Securities, and you know me particularly, when we manage money and all of our clients are are basically retired, and we have the RIF, we have um, you know the largest RIF book in the country. We try to manage by looking at the tax brackets, In uh, particularly here in Ontario. You look at, we're on a marginal tax bracket basis, so you can move yourself up into different brackets and minimize the tax within that bracket by taking a little bit extra out of your RIF account. So if you'd like to see a projection of that, just uh, give Dominique a call and she'd be happy to do a projection for you. And That's what we look at is, we look at if you took out an extra $10,000, $11,000, $20,000 a year. What bracket would that put you into? And you could withdraw a little bit extra every year on top of the minimum uh, balance inside of your RIF account to equalize basically your, your tax brackets while you're retired. So that's the way that we found is the best practice. And we've been doing this well over 25 years. So trying to get it all out before you die is really you know, it really doesn't work as a, as a meltdown practice. I know people have been talking about that. And if you'd like to learn more about this, I, I have a great guide that we've used and we update it every year. And it's called the uh, Six Steps to Rift Success. And it talks about all of that and how you look at the tax brackets and how you look at managing the account. And it also has, you know, estate planning strategies, how you set up the account to meet your objectives and your goals. So if you'd like to get that, that'll give you a, a good answer, Gwen, for, or anybody that wants to call in, i will give you a great answer for, you know, what you're looking at there in terms of, uh, you know, getting a, a look at, you know, the tax you pay. The other item that you would get is a projection. So we have different software um, programs at our office that we can do for you, looking at the tax brackets and looking at the amount of money you have and looking at how you should draw it out more tax efficiently. So if you want to have any of those, all you have to do, again, is call Dominique at one 891 2637 It's called the Six Steps to Rift Success, or if you'd like to get one of those projections, one 891 2637 for the uh, Six Steps to riff success. That was a great question, Gwen. And any of you, if you have questions for us, please feel free to give Dominic a call and ask the question. Or again, we have that new section in our uh, website called primetimemoney.ca and just go to the section that says ask Richard and we'll be happy to You just type in your question there and I'll be happy to answer those on the air live when we uh, get them. Okay. Wow. We're almost all out of time. We covered a lot today in the show. Um, and remember, you can contact uh, Dominique regarding the uh, seminar coming up on September 14th. That's going to be a great outlook into the, uh, the end of this year and what you should be doing with your portfolio. one 891 2637 for all of that. And we'll see you next week. We have Terry Thibby. He's going to join us from Waypoint Partners. Remember, follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Our podcasts are on Apple Music. And Prime Music and Spotify, but you can directly, again, go to our website, primetimemoney.ca. See you next week, folks. I'm Richard Infantino, and this has been Primetime Money.
0: The strategies and advice during primetime money are provided for general guidance. Listeners should consult their own investment advisor when planning to implement a strategy. Interest rates, market conditions, special offers, tax rulings, and other investment factors are subject to change. Richard Infantino is an investment advisor with RBC Dominion Securities, a member of the Canadian Investors Protection Fund.